Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is the first episode, and although I've made the account for a while, I just couldn't come up with a topic. Nothing really seemed to fit as the first episode. I mean, I've already flubbed it up, I didn't even give you my name. Which is Diamond, by the way. But I just couldn't think of anything worthwhile to say. And I kind of lost confidence. Who in the world would care what a random 20-something on the internet have to say or think? And truth be told, I don't even know if you care now. I'm sure there are millions who will never hear this. And millions more who might listen to the first 10 seconds and promptly change the channel to something more interesting. And that was a lot of pressure. Thinking about what I could do to make it interesting and fun, and I see all these really successful podcasts, but then I realized that, at least for me, it didn't need to be that way. I just needed to sit down and record. And not worry about if people thought that I was going to be embarrassed or stupid or that what I was saying was just totally boring. So, if it is totally boring, I am very sorry. But I think that I have something interesting to say, or at least something that... I think we can all at least relate to, and that's 2020. So right now, as I'm recording, the sun is about to rise on New Year's Eve. And New Year's is a big event for me. I use it as a chance to really mark a new chapter in my life. Although a lot of people say, new year, new me. I try at least to make a separation. To change, even if it's a small thing, to change one thing. So, in 2020, what most people are calling the worst year of their lives, a lot of bad stuff happened. But, it's important in times like this, to see the good that comes about, even if it's few and far between, even if it really was the worst year of your life. You can take today, the last day of the year, and try to find those moments that did shine, that did mean something. I was lucky enough to have a husband that was able to support us both, even though I wasn't working his job wasn't really affected too much, and for that I am eternally grateful. He worked and came home and spent time with me as we weren't able to go out to the movies or to restaurants. But spending those days together is something that I don't think I'll ever forget. Sure, it was annoying because it meant that I had to cook more because I couldn't just go out and order something. But 
I had a lot of fun this year. And I know that's crazy because I was stuck in the apartment pretty much the entire year. But it was fun. Watching old TV shows that we haven't watched since we were kids. Movies. One night we went on Netflix and sorted by lowest rating. And if you haven't done that, I highly recommend that you do. There are some ridiculously bad movies out there. And if you have somebody to watch them with, it can really be one of the funniest things that you do. But besides getting to spend quality time with my husband, it also made me reflect on myself. Being in quarantine and having to stay home, I didn't have the distractions of going out or work, even though I would have been really grateful to have been working. But it made me reflect on myself and how much of myself that I've kind of lost in the busy day-to-day. -day. Although I play video games and love spending time with my husband, I realized that I had lost a lot of things that I did just for myself and by myself. So over the course of the year, I fell in love with reading all over again. And it made me wonder, at what point did I get so busy, even on days when I was doing nothing, that I couldn't sit down 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, and just read, to just spend some alone time and do something that I loved. Same thing with art, painting, drawing, whatever, doodling. I dug out an old sketchbook and as I was flipping through it, I asked myself, when did I get so busy that these things, which I used to consider a huge part of what made me me, at what point had become so busy that those things faded into the background, replaced instead by nothing of, like, nothing of substance, I guess. Because although I could say I outgrew reading or outgrew drawing, the truth is, it never got replaced by anything better. So I didn't really outgrow anything. I just stopped doing it. I realized that I lost the drive that I used to. Even though I thought that I was moving forward, I got a promotion at work and I was doing these things. And I was staying busy and working and I was like, yes, I am I'm doing something with my life. I am progressing. I'm becoming a better person. I am working towards the person I wanted to be. But over this past year, I've been forced to reflect on that. And it made me realize I was just kind of running in place. Tiring myself out without making any real progress. Things that do matter to me, and did matter to me, like art, reading, and history, and learning languages, all these things were dreams of mine. Things that I loved and were passionate about. It has been my dream ever since I was a child to become a polyglot, to speak several languages, not just one or two, but several. 
but over the past few years, I've made zero progress towards any of it. I'm half Mexican, and I don't even speak Spanish. It was that kind of reflection that really hit home for me. It made me realize that even though I thought I was making progress, I wasn't progressing towards the things that I wanted. I wasn't progressing myself as a person. Yes, I had a salary and that was all well and good, but the money is only fleeting and it only lasts for a short while. And although I can use that money to buy something that'll make me happy in the now, there were some things that I needed to work on that money could not fix. My procrastination and me losing touch with myself and who I was and what I thought I wanted, all those things money could not help. I needed time. Unfortunately, this year has brought me nothing but time. Since then, I've tried to make a difference. I've struggled a lot with depression in the past, getting so overwhelmed that I just, I can't function anymore. My environment slowly becomes more and more messy as even doing the small things like taking my plate to the sink or throwing away a piece of trash becomes hard. Not that I physically can't do it, just my mind is so preoccupied that it doesn't even think about that. It doesn't think about, hey, maybe I should take a shower or brush my hair because it's a knotted mess. Things like that, that I lost in myself because I just wasn't focusing on myself enough. So now, I try. Even though I have nowhere to go, take a shower. Do a little bit of makeup, because I used to love makeup. I wanted to be a makeup artist when I was older. It was just something that I thought was fun. Something that was a self-expression and just really fun. Is there really anything better than looking in the mirror and saying, Damn, I look good. There's really not a better feeling than that. That confidence that I lost. And I'm grateful for this year. For things that it's done for me. But besides just those, there's been other good things that I came to realize over the year. I came to realize how important family really is. I always kind of took it for granted that they were available, that I could call them and we could have dinner really anytime we wanted. But when quarantine set in and they couldn't come over, I realized that I took it for granted how available my parents always were, how they made themselves available for me, how much they did for me. And how little I called them. All these things I came to realize when day after day I sat and I looked at it and I was like, I haven't called my parents in a long time. And now they couldn't visit. 
I was so used to their spur-of-the-moment visits that I came to take it for granted of what it would mean to them if I reached out for once. What it would mean to them if I just sent a text message or gave a call out of the blue. How much it meant to them to hear my voice. I realized that. And I'm really grateful for my parents. Because over the last year, I see how hard they've worked. To help with everything. From helping me get a car, and making the payments on the car when I couldn't. To just being there. Anytime I needed anything, or needed help, or needed advice, they were always there. If we were really tight on cash and just needed groceries, my parents always provided. And the whole time, I had no idea that they were themselves were struggling. That my dad's work was slowing down because of the pandemic. Or how bad my mom's health really was getting. I never realized. Until 2020. When I had time to reflect back and realize for how much that they did for me how little I gave in return. Even though they never asked for things to be done for them or money to be given back, what they wanted was affection. And I realized how little affection and gratitude I had really shown. Although, of course, I love them and I'm thankful for them, I didn't show it as much as I needed to. And over the year, I realized that that's something that I want to change. I want to show them that I care. That I'm grateful for everything that they've done. And there's been one more thing that COVID has brought. Less personal, less about myself or my family or my husband, but more about people in general. I realize how grateful I am for the people that are willing to do something, even if they don't understand or don't want to do it, for the sake of others. I know this has been a point of contention for a lot of people, but wearing a face mask. When I think about how my mom's health has declined and how at risk she really is, even if she was to get a cold or a mild case of the flu, it could be devastating for her. And even though a lot of people put on a mask just because it was the law or for most of the year just a suggestion, it made me grateful for the people that were willing to give up a small piece of their comfort for the sake of somebody that they didn't even know. I came to realize how interconnected everybody really is in today's world. The person I stand next to at the grocery store might be married to somebody with a thriving friend group, and those friend groups branch out into more and more groups. It's just amazing. Although that interconnectedness led to the virus spreading like wildfire, I came to realize how close, really, everybody is to each other, even if we don't know it. 
you could stand next to somebody and be indirectly affecting hundreds of people. And that is so cool. It's fascinating. It really brings us together as a, as a community. And as just humanity in general. How things spread across oceans. And although this year what spread across people was a virus, maybe in the future what will spread across is kindness. Just a random act. If you did something randomly kind to a stranger, and they took it to heart, and they got that fuzzy feeling, and decided to do something kind for somebody else, how far could that one act reach? How much could making one person smile really affect the world? We tend to see ourselves in small little bubbles, but also just a tiny, tiny drop in a huge ocean. And it's hard to think that anything we do really makes a difference in the overall big picture. But over 2020, I've seen it makes a huge difference. How little things can affect hundreds of people that you have no idea even exist. You don't know their name or anything about them, but something you do today could affect them tomorrow. Whether it's something bad like the virus, but it could also be something good. And so as I sit here and reflect on the past year, grateful that I've had the self-reflection to realize how far off of my own path that I've strayed, how much of myself that I lost, and how much of the people around me that I've missed. Next year, I want to correct those things. For the upcoming year, I want it to be a year of change for myself. I want to work on those things that I lost. I want to really push for the things that I love. I want to spend more time with the people I care about. I want to do something kind for another person. And although these all sound like very generic New Year's resolutions, almost everybody says something along those lines at some point. And I probably would have made the same resolutions whether 2020 happened or not. But since 2020 happened, I think I'm actually going to take it a little more seriously this time. It's through these hardships that I feel like people really shine. There's good times, bad times, but all of these leave marks on your heart, in your mind, in your memories. And although some people, the second the clock strikes midnight tomorrow, they will have completely forgotten this whole year. I don't want to forget this year. Because although it has sucked a lot sometimes, I feel like it's really made a change in myself that I don't think that would have happened without this forced time, without being forced to slow down. 
to chill out with going out and stay in. I don't think I would have gotten this. And I'm grateful. Although, ideally, yes, I would have loved to have this year been a normal year where people could have worked and done all the fun things that they had planned. Although it happened, I wouldn't necessarily change it because it's happened already. I can't do anything about that. But I can change how I see this year. I could choose to see it as the worst year of my life. Uh, I got married and my entire first year of marriage has been in quarantine. We had to cancel our honeymoon because of this. And I could focus on moments like that. I could say, man, this year just sucked. We had to cancel our honeymoon. Our entire first year of marriage was spent indoors. We couldn't go out to eat. No movies came out. And I could focus on all those things. I really could. It's so easy. There were so many things that got canceled. I can change how I choose to see it. And I'm done looking at all the negatives. I'm just tired of all the negativity that I brought into my own life. Thinking that I can't do something or getting caught up in the news and the drama and everything else. I just needed time away. And I'm grateful. I feel like everything happens for a reason. And even though it was really hard. I'm glad it happened. For so many, their lives are changed forever. And right now it may seem like they're changed forever in a bad way. But those hardships make stronger people. From this point on, we'll look back and be like, man, this week sucks, but not as bad as it did last year. We've lost a lot of people. I myself have lost a cousin and a grandmother that I wish I had a better relationship with. I think that'll always be a regret that I didn't try to be closer to her until it was too late. And a lot of people were lost in my friends' families, in strangers. But I know that I won't take my family for granted ever again. <laughs> I won't let months go by where I don't talk to my parents. I won't let days go by where I don't tell my husband how much I love him every single day. I will never let the things that are important to me slip through my fingers again. And that's a promise, and that's my New Year's resolution. So, I thank you for listening to a random 20-something on the internet ramble. And I'm sure it was super redundant and not the best quality, but I hope if you did listen that you got something out of it. And that you come up with a promise to yourself that makes sense for you. And that you look at the 
good times that did happen, and the good things that can come out of the bad. I hope you all have a good night, and when the sun rises, I hope you have a fantastic year.